Hello guys and welcome to the sixth episode of Let's Talk About It. I just want to say thank you for the support and thank you for interacting with me on Instagram. It really means like literally like a lot. Um, before getting into the podcast, I just want to mention like three things and then we can listen. So the first one is just a quick little PSA. I just want to say that recently there have been hate crimes against Asian people and it's increased exponentially in the UK, which is around 300% last time I checked. So I just wanted to explain that if you can donate, talk to people and share, that would be perfect. And now that you've heard it on my podcast, even if it's one person and you previously didn't know, now you do and now you can't ignore it and now you have to try and do something about it. Second point is, although we're talking about freedom of speech, we do drift off into a lot of topics so trigger warning if you don't want to hear about abortion about capital riots and about racial discrimination along with conversations and i think there are subtle hints to the holocaust i'm not sure if i'm going to keep that in though so yeah um if any of these topics are sensitive to you perhaps this podcast episode won't be for you and i'm really 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 sorry that my podcast episodes are very very heavy And my third point is, please do not send or direct any hate towards Gracie due to her opinions. We do have very, very differing opinions regarding Trump, Biden, abortion, and literally everything. But I don't want anyone to attack her based on her opinions. We're all here to have a conversation. If you want to talk or question her about her opinions nicely, or you want to check her out, her Instagram is at Gracie and Politics. Um, Is it at... Gracie and Anne with an E, politics, no spaces, with an underscore. I wish it could be more visual, but I'll put it in the um, little description box. <laughs> um, and a lot of things she said when looking back, I do wish I picked her upon it because, you know, now I'm listening to it and I'm like, wait, that's not true. And wait, that's a bit false, but what can you do, you know? Um, but I did try to be more debate slash conversation with her so it could be a bit more interesting. I did hear you guys, like, kind of say, like, oh, we wish it was a bit more, you know, passionate. That's kind of what I could say about it. So, um, yeah, thanks for that. And the last thing is my audio did get cut and it did begin to glitch towards the end. So I'm sorry for the inconvenience. And without any further ado, um, here is the new episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. Um, Hi, guys. Welcome to the sixth episode of Let's Talk About It. Um, I have um, Gracie here, um, the person who also did the first episode of the podcast, if you want to introduce yourself. Hi, guys. Um, It's been a while since I've been on here again, but I'm really happy to be back on. Um, I really loved the first episode that we recorded was just a really good episode I felt like. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a reporter, I'm a conservative. I, I, my political lining's um, around conservative Republican. I just believe in most of the views that most conservative Republicans have. Um, I am a democratic socialist. Um, I'm pro-choice. I'm a feminist, I'm pro Black Lives Matter, I'm anti-Trump <laughs> and yeah so I guess we're just going to start with the freedom of speech debate. So personally for me I think Donald Trump incited violence and I definitely believe that 
he he was just not a fit president to begin with i feel like he was just if he wasn't rich he would not be where he is now i'm i'm genuinely thinking that like the way trump conducts himself is honestly like embarrassing because i've just honestly i'm just thinking the way that he acts and the way that he acted towards the whole presidential timing was just terrible it was the worst conduction i've ever seen like like there has to be something wrong if he's been impeached twice do you know what i mean like he's twice twice not just once but twice for the first time ever in history and i also believe that he was inciting violence in the capital he was just full-on showing favoritism like um a lot of trump supporters were literally trying to attack congress um members of congress and trump was like we love you go home but then the moment when black lives matter were marching it was more like oh um when the looting starts the shooting starts like what like it's just i i didn't get it i feel like he was just completely biased in that sense um so that's my kind of sense i also believe that twitter was right twitter was right in getting him off because although i am kind of like in the mixed area about social media managing censorship and things like that i do believe that in that sense it was kind of like a it was very quick fire like i feel like twitter was just like i have to do we have to do this and we'll consider the consequences later because i feel like the way that he was kind of discriminating against the left and it was just a bit iffy for me i didn't like it at all i just felt like he needed that moment because what president does like why would you go on twitter do you know what i mean like you're a president i don't know Mm -hmm. that was my opinion Mm -hmm. um so that's how i feel um Mm -hmm. and i'm interested to hear about you gracie yeah you brought up some really good points there um so i'm just gonna say how i feel there might have been some insight incitation of violence that there are crazy people on the right and i i actually knew and i just i try to distance myself from those groups like the QAnon people and they actually drive me insane because they're crazy uh, well some stuff that they say is like i can see that but other stuff is like ooh, that's that's intense um I don't feel like there were a lot. So what I've heard is from people who were there that I know that there were like 20 people who raided the Capitol building. There could have been more, um, that there were actually a small minority of people who were there. And actually someone from the state that I'm in, um, who was the founder of Insurgents USA was there and he was apparently people they have him on footage disguised as a trump supporter trying to in a way incite violence to get people to go at it and do like be crazy um and they're just trying to like the using the mob rule which mob rule is crazy and it's intense and it is not a good way to rule um at all um i'm trying to think of what else i do think yeah Trump, we should probably should have taken away his Twitter account sooner because it wasn't kind of. A lot of people actually downloaded tr- Twitter because it was just so funny of how Trump was handling himself. But I, I what I chose to do is look at the things that he's done in his presidency, such as starting um, a, I'm trying to think, an organization 
that was helping get getting rid of um homosexuality as a sin as a um what's it called as a as a crime because in most eastern countries it is it's a very big crime um he started a campaign to to try to get rid of that that it was a crime to make it more fair um did a lot of stuff for h people who with hiv i'm trying to think what else um did oh what else did he do oh yeah um you know spent a lot of money into saving the ocean gave a lot of money to the black community um appointed um i think six lgbtq plus um ambassadors um what else got rid of the 1994 crime law which enslaved not enslaved but imprisoned a lot of um minor offenses for african americans um what else um the hyde amendment so that abortions don't aren't funded by your taxpayer dollars because if you believe in something whether you're pro-life or pro-choice if you believe in something and the government is using that to go against your beliefs they shouldn't be doing that no matter what it is Um, wait so can you clear me on that last point about the abortion point sorry like (laughs) no you're good so the Hyde amendment it prevents the government the federal government from using taxpayer dollars to fund abortions um yeah and i just think your taxpayer dollars shouldn't be used to go something against your values whether you're pro-life or pro-choice if if it goes against your values and who you are as a person the government shouldn't use your money to fund it that's total and utter stupidity of them Uh, i'm trying to think of other points um there are many um people on social media who have incited violence like full on and you have I'm like I'm trying to think of different examples of people who are um in charge I remember there's this congresswoman was saying to um to go harass Trump support not Trump supporters but Trump staff in public and start I think it was Maxine Waters I'm not sure um and I feel like social media, what they're doing is just taking a little bit of the violence because I've gotten I've gotten many death threats from my beliefs. I've been doxxed. Well, I haven't been doxxed, sorry. I've been almost doxxed. Some people have tried to find my address, um, where I go to school, where I go to work, um, and whatnot. And there are instances where this is completely off topic, but like reporting, I remember coming across a bunch of animal abuse counts, and I love my dogs, so I kept reporting it. But like Instagram was saying that it wasn't against their terms, um, and I was just thinking to myself, "What? This is insane! You can censor conservative voices, but you can't censor actual am- animal abuse or violence." That's really but, interesting. Um, it's really interesting about the animal stuff I kind of agree on that like if you're gonna get rid of Trump then get rid of everybody who's just being weird on the internet right about the Trump kind of funding everything I just don't understand why isn't he practicing what he's preaching though because even though like you know giving you know um, 
you know he's giving back to the community i guess he's actually he's still creating damage mm-hmm. i still feel like he's creating damage to think he's creating more damage than good sometimes because him being like okay yeah i definitely support like i'm trying to give more money back to the black lives um and the marginalized communities but then and then the moment when people are protesting and people are trying to raise awareness to something that they believe should be an issue and should be dealt with by trump mm-hmm. he isn't he ain't doing anything he's telling them to go back inside and he's telling them that you know if you keep on doing this then we're gonna we're gonna shoot we're gonna shoot everything up and this is a problem. i feel like it's definitely mm-hmm. a problem because this definitely stems back down to gun control rights like i feel like why mm-hmm. why can the government easily say to civilians who are protesting if you keep on doing that we're going to shoot you i've i've always found it weird um it's it's because mm-hmm. obviously i live in the uk so i've never really seen guns as mm-hmm. really liberal like that liberal and not liberal but like in that much I mean I've never seen mm-hmm. that but then I feel like it's just dangerous in the fact that Trump can literally just go in for two seconds and be like oh you know we'll shoot everybody mm-hmm. up who's protesting Black Lives Matter we'll when the looting starts the shooting starts all the black all the people who are protesting Black Lives Matter are thugs and Antifa uh, um, a terrorist group but AK isn't mm-hmm. I feel like it's just it's weird and like I don't want to say any offense to you because I feel like you're not really a white supremacist from what I know but um mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot <No>. of um <laughs> Trump supporters are white supremacists there's quite a bit of people in the Trump community who are white supremacists and I feel mm-hmm. like Trump knows that and that's why he won't own up to half of the things that he's doing and that's why I feel like Twitter banned him because mm-hmm. he is indirectly promoting white supremacy in the fact that he won't call out KKK, the KKK. And he's like, oh yeah, um, I won't denounce the KKK. Like, why, why do you just say I don't agree with the KKK's thing? Because he knows that some of it, like some of his Trump supporters and all of his, not all, but most of his supporters um, are with um do sometimes align their beliefs with the kkk i i genuinely believe that so i want to address that point that you said um so trump has actually been on record and i think i can't remember one of the songs but he's actually declared um the kkk as a domestic terrorist organization i don't have that um source on me but i do remember reading that and but like nobody knew about it um we want to say the KKK was actually founded by Democrats, um, which is what a lot of people don't know. And people, a lot of people are like, well, the political parties, they cha- they switched. Um, I don't really think that they switched. It's just they, I do think the Democrat party did change though, from like to become a little bit more radical. Um, and obviously I do believe in people's right to protest, even if it's not aligning with my agreements like a lot of people when the black lives matter protests started i was they're asking me about it and i said well if you want to go protest then that's your that's your right to do it as long as it's peaceful as long as you remain peaceful um but yeah i'll support you in your right to protest even though i don't agree with what you're saying what you're protesting for and i wish that you could and i want like not like the same thing for me because i i protest different things than probably you would protest um, 
as long as it's peaceful. I always like try to be peaceful in my arguments, debates, protesting. Um, I'm not saying that you've like ever not been peaceful. I'm no, sorry, okay. I don't want to be okay. like that. Um, trying to think of what the other point was. Um, but there are people who took advantage of Black Lives the Black Lives Matter organization by starting to loot. And you saw that um, with the Ferguson riots back in back when Obama was president. Um, you saw because so just a bunch of people were taking advantage of something that that people believe in and ended up creating all this damage, billions of dollars in damage, um, 19 people dead, and just all these different fatalities or casualties. Wait, no, it would be fatal. I can't remember the word, but, but, and I feel like it was the same thing with the Capitol building. You had a couple people, like a small group of people out of the thousands of people who were there at the Capitol and they just took advantage of that and i do think that there are some white supremacists on our side and i hate the fact that they're there and i don't even claim them because they're so far right and it's just it doesn't make sense to me why how you can be that way because in nowadays in 2021 where you have mostly equal rights for people and I just don't understand how you can be that. Like, I'm not a white, I don't consider myself a white supremacist. I haven't been ever, I've been called that many times, but I, I believe in interracial marriage. I believe in all these sorts of things that wouldn't point me to being a white supremacist, I should say. And, but that's kind of exactly what a white supremacist would say. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't align myself with that part of it, but there are, with that is there's crazies on both sides um it's just there but their voice is always the loudest i believe okay so with the um the crazies on both sides i definitely agree with it but i feel like um i'd rather be like a left crazy because it's like the way that like the left are kind of like i do think sometimes the left are just a bit I feel like they sometimes take it a bit too far especially when you know black conservatives debate with white liberals and they're like no you're not supposed to be right wing like shut up they're like literally that lives matter for every single black life it doesn't matter if they're left wing right wing and no white person should tell any black person what political spectrum they should be do you know what I mean I'm I'm a firm believer in that Mm -hmm. but um, right, me too. I just, I just don't understand why you're for Trump, because I genuinely think that you, you sometimes have ideology that really does coincide with the left. I feel like you're more left to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're more left because, from what I'm hearing, other than like, like of course there's not going to be 100% your left because you know you are still like pro life and things like that, and that like, you can life and and part Mm -hmm, of the left but it's still a bit unheard of but like you know I feel like you are socially you are kind of more like centrist right you you definitely Mm -hmm. that vibe I don't think you're Trump level of right because I feel like sometimes Trump just Mm -hmm. is another level I would consider him the closest America has almost Mm -hmm. gotten to fascism because that was mad the way that he's moving is mad. I, I just don't rate it. But you know, I don't. I, I don't know. Like, why are you for Trump? 
So I'm for Trump because of the economic side of it, mostly, um, of how he, how we were able to get the lowest unemployment rate for, for minority communities, for women, for African Americans, for all these different people before COVID hit. Um, I just think that was so good. Um, also with the pro-life stuff, um, with the Hyde Amendment, um, I'm trying to think what other stuff. I I really liked how he was helping the environment in some ways. A lot of people. Well, don't Biden know supports the environment. Save our. No, yeah, I no, I I can I agree with like, so I do agree with some things that Biden does support. I'm not like a fully oh I hate him and I hate everything he stands for. I I am more of a centrist with some aspects. Um, a lot, and I actually um was uh, so I had an interview with an intern for an internship for a state senator. And they asked me, like, are you moderate on some things? And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm, a, I'm moderate on quite a bit, like LGBTQ rights on that. I agree with that stuff, um, which a lot of the crazies on the far right don't agree with. A lot of people on the far right hate me. Really? Um, I'm for Trump because, yeah, it's crazy. I've gotten I've even gotten death threats from far right people. It's it's insane. It's just sad to see how divided we are. Um, but what I was saying uh, was for Trump because he was able to do that stuff for our country by having all of um, these things with the business side and whatnot. And also for a lot of things that a lot of people didn't know, like the, what's it called? The, I'm trying to think. I just barely, I mentioned it earlier. The, the campaign, the global campaign to end homosexuality as a crime uh, and as a criminal. And Biden's probably, and I think Biden has done some similar stuff to that. But Trump wasn't a segregationist. That's the big difference between Biden. And maybe Biden has changed with this stuff, but Biden didn't say if you don't vote for, oh no, Biden did say that. Trump didn't say if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Um, Biden didn't say, or no, Trump didn't say a bunch of a bunch of stuff like you can't go into 7-eleven without a slight indian accent i think i can't remember the exact quote but it was something i was paraphrasing um poor kids are just as bright and talented as white kids uh, which which was i think a big i think that was a slip up right there i i but i still think that was funny as a slip up because that's obviously not true <laughs> or no no sorry okay okay it was Okay, I'm not saying that poor kids aren't as bright. That's what I meant to say, but I'm saying that not all poor kids, not all white kids are rich kids. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I, just, I, I heard how that sounded. I was like, wait, I'm going to step back before that gets taken out of context. <laughs> um, trying to think of what other stuff I support, supported Trump on. I mean, and I like some of his like policies and keeping America, putting America first, and just caring about the country. But yeah, that was why I believe in um, taxing the rich. Uh huh. So I'm convicted. I'm convicted. No, conflicted on that. Um, I. I mean, I don't really like taxes in general. I don't think. I mean, some taxes aren't necessary, which is different from what libertarians believe, because you still need to pay government employees, such as police officers, firefighters, 
um, first responders. Um, but taxing the rich, I mean, some it's funny because a lot of people who believe in taxing the rich are people in government, or well, not all of them are people in government, but I know AOC is like very. How do you feel about AOC? Um, I so some things I was like, you know what, like I don't mean to be rude to her, but she sometimes drives really? me insane because because of some things that she said, like. When she straight up said that Ted Cruz is trying to kill her after he like had agreed with something that she had said about the GameStop thing, and she he was like, "Whoa, that's a little weird," and how she was saying that the oh no the picture of her at the um, parking lot trying to say it was like the border, and then like you just seen it was an empty parking lot. She was trying to paint the picture that I think there was. I'm not sure. I can't remember. It was quite a while ago. But I just thought, I'm like, oh my. But I feel really, like AOC genuinely is gets so much hate because she's the face of the Democrats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I feel like Candace. Honestly, do you not know really annoyed me when Candace Owens decided to recreate it. Honestly, I didn't. I oh, that was funny. I'm sorry. I, I just, didn't like I Candace Owens funny. the moment she was like, "Bring back manly men." Like, can. Can we get rid of her Twitter as well? Because I'm tired. Because I like the way she debates, but sometimes she'll be like, bring back manly men to Harry Styles, Mm -hmm. who looks manly in literally anything. I don't know. I feel like the way sometimes the right will just use their platforms to just like enforce this toxic kind of rhetoric rhetoric of being like oh you know mm-hmm. um make people man make men manly again um uh trump mm-hmm. and the capital it was perfectly fine uh like i just feel like sometimes the way that the right be moving is just a bit i don't really like it mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i feel like sometimes it makes me feel a bit like you know you can say that but then the moment somebody says Black Lives Matter out there. So, somebody's mm-hmm. getting shot. Like I really don't understand. I feel like the right um, sometimes mm-hmm. definitely have this privilege of. I've seen like sorry, this is going so off topic, but I've seen so many COVID um, misinformation come out, and the majority is from the right. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like right. some people from the right are like, we don't need the vaccine. You know, one percent of us gonna die. Um, one percent at a large mm-hmm. scale is still a it's lot. Still of a lot. And the fact that a lot of the right are just willing to sacrifice those people because they want to go and get their mm-hmm. hair done, I don't, it don't really sit well with me. Because, like, for me, you know, I, I'm not saying that I'm like a perfect person who like hasn't gone out since March, like. Mm-hmm. Y- like you can't live right. inside for the rest of your like for like 12 months without anything no, you know what I mean? yeah. but then even when doing so mm-hmm. I'm trying my hardest to be safe I'm wearing a mask I'm hand sanitizing I'm making sure that I'm social distancing and when I can't social distance mm-hmm. I'm making sure I'm not touching things I'm not like really spreading any of my germs or anything like that some of the right, right. be saying it's a hoax this is a hoax the government's Mm -hmm. just over exaggerating it and trump definitely enforced that narrative when he was like like i literally remember this like it's 
a day ago like i literally remember when he took off his mask mm-hmm. and he took it away and he looks like he was about to pass out because he couldn't breathe he knew it was a he knew it was a bad idea yet he still enforced it because what because he knows his audience and he knows his demographic and he knows demographic don't believe in well not all of it but um most of his demographic don't believe in you know wearing a mask don't believe in um um about covid and don't and don't think that it's really a big Mm -hmm. thing to worry about and for me i think that was Mm -hmm. the biggest indication that trump literally didn't care about keeping america safe he just wanted to stay in for another years and Mm -hmm. i'm glad that he didn't so that's my opinion i'm not Mm -hmm. sure how to rebuttal with that it's okay. Um, so I don't think COVID is a hoax. I think it is very real. Um, my dad has type 2 diabetes, and right before COVID hit, he was in the ICU. Um, he wasn't. He didn't have COVID, but he was having like some complications with his diabetes. And I got sick with COVID. Well, I think I'm pretty sure it was, even though it came back negative. I had all the symptoms. And it was in the early stages too, so the tests weren't exactly exactly accurate. But I was like, I was really sick for like, and I stayed in my room for five days because of how sick I felt. And I didn't want to get my dad sick because of everything that happened. Because my dad was still really vulnerable. And my mom wants my dad to get the vaccine, even though we are probably not going to get it for ourselves. And I mean, I I respect anybody's decision to get the vaccine. If you want to, then you have every right to get the vaccine. Um, But I just don't... I just wanted to have someone else who really needs it more to get it than um, for me to get it and to take someone's spot away because I feel like that's unfair to them. Um, a lot of the things that Trump did. I didn't agree with COVID, um, but there were the travel bans that he had that he imposed, and a lot of people just called it straight up xenophobic. And Biden is literally doing those same travel bans to all, not the exact same countries, but to different countries. Um, and nobody is saying anything about it. And also with the mask mandate, Biden made a mask mandate and then broke it literally a couple hours after. It was, and it was just. And a lot of people were like, oh, he was just, his press secretary said, oh, he was just celebrating. It's fine. There's bigger problems. And it was just like, well, no, you, you guys had pushed this narrative when Trump took off his mask and he couldn't breathe. You guys pushed that narrative saying that he put everybody in danger where Biden was wearing a mask and he's older than Trump and more, and more like physically at risk to get COVID. And I was just saying, well, like I might have not agreed with some things that Trump did. Like I do feel feel like there should have been a quicker thing with COVID. There there should have been a quicker relief for COVID, and should have acted quicker. But it's just not good because they were having the both sides. It was clearly a bias in the media, and it just made me uncomfortable with that because it's like. I have breathing problems and I have like all this trauma from stuff that's happened in my life and wearing a mask 
and I'm and I'm respectful about wearing a mask when if somebody asks me to I'll do it I'll be like okay I'm sorry if it's a small business I'll be like okay I respect your right to ask me to wear a mask but if I don't require it I stay away from people I try to social distance a lot more because I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable because I'm not wearing a mask and I don't I don't risk people I try not to risk people's lives and so when I don't have to trying to think how I phrase this if I, I go places if I don't have to wear a mask I don't because I get panic attacks very easily and it makes it restricts my breathing and freaks me out and it's just not a good thing especially when I actually had a teacher I went to the back of the classroom and I faced the wall and I was having a panic attack and I took my mask down and the teacher just started yelling at me and that just made me feel a little bit worse because it's like okay just leave me alone I have I'm dealing with my issues I'm staying away from everybody social distancing I'm like 10 feet or like 60 I'm I'm away from everybody um sorry I got no 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 that's perfectly fine because it's definitely highlighted something where it's like you know if you're having a panic attack and you need some place to breathe and you don't need your and you need your mask on and you social distancing and trying to stay away from people while you're you know having a panic attack then I don't see much of an issue with that personally Nobody attacked me. This yeah. is my opinion. If you're listening to this and about to message, about to message me, I said what I said. But then, because like, honestly, <laughs> some people would be like, "Oh, why did you say that?" Like I said what I said. Like, what are you gonna say about it? Um, but I definitely like agree with that. Like, if you have a panic attack and the mask is making you uncomfortable, um, and you're perfectly safe in a safe space, then yeah, fine. like I would say, take yeah, take it off. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a firm believer in mental health. Um, sometimes you mm-hmm. have to break the rules to keep your mental health sane. I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of people who, right. you know, like if like someone's living alone and they're suicidal, the lockdown mm-hmm. has come down even worse on them. Do you know what I mean? And they need to talk to someone, but they're scared of breaking mm-hmm. the rules. I would say here, break the rules because I'd, I, the, mm-hmm. the risk of COVID, like, yeah, that's like a massive risk. But then if you feel mm-hmm. that you can't spend another night alone or you can't seem to do anything alone and you need someone mm-hmm. beside you and it's an essential thing almost, like, do it. Like, break the mm-hmm. rules. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that is just one acceptance for me. Mm-hmm. Like, if something mentally or yeah. if you have a health issue comes through, then, yeah, I feel like... That is one of the times where I'd be like, do you know what? I can allow that. Um, okay, yeah. so let's get on to pro-life and pro um, pro-life and pro-choice. Um, mm-hmm. you, is it a comfortable? So I'm saying you're pro-life. Yeah, okay. I am pro-life. Um, so why are you pro-life? So I actually, it's a pretty big story so when I was born I was born 32 weeks in gestation I weighed three pounds and spent the first month of my life in the ICU um because when I was born my mom was dying of preeclampsia um and she was just getting sicker and sicker to where her face had froze up because she I think I think it's called Bell's palsy um what she had gotten like right before she was giving birth oh 
please don't start barking. <laughs> um, sorry, my dog. Um, another reason, and I want. So I was able to have a chance at life, and it's been hard, but with with different conditions that I've had, but it's been worth it. It's been it's been good, and I feel like other people should get that chance of life. And especially when I was learning more about um, human fetal development in the womb, and it was just fascinating to me. It's like, oh my gosh, this is sort of really clicked to me that this is an actual person. Because um, I used to be very pro-choice, and until I learned about fetal development, how most okay, well, sorry, my siblings had to put back from church. So, oh, are you a Christian? Wait, sorry, what? <laughs> are you a Christian? I am. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna try to get back to that point that I was saying. Um. Yeah, and I do believe women do have rights to choose. I'm pro, so I'm pro-choice in different choices. I'm pro-choice. If you want to remain abstinent, that's your choice. If you, if you want to have contraception, if you want to be pregnant, or if you want to adopt, or you want to give your baby to adoption, whatnot, then that's your choice. I'm just not pro-abortion because I recognize that it's a human being that's happened and there are some instances where the baby is not going to be able to live outside the womb um and so and they might suffer but those instances can be are quite are quite rare and there are like with rape and incest it's it's still a rare thing it's actually only what i've heard is like one percent of abortions most of them are elective um but I do believe that abortion would would cause more trauma to the mom because, like, as someone who's survived sexual assault, it's a really big, it's a really traumatic thing, and just it feels like that would just add more trauma. But I'm pro life in the sense of being caring towards both of them, so providing the support that the mothers need and providing that mental and physical and financial support um big time uh, i'm starting to go volunteer for pregnancy resource centers i've yeah i've just been starting to do that and i, I just have more of a loving perspective and a, a, a view of compassion um yeah that's really interesting um i feel like one of my things is if you're pro-life then make sure the mother has the resources like that's always been my matter like okay you're saying that you want the baby to live but I feel like as well the baby deserves a good quality of life you know deserves to be financially stable deserves to you know not feel like they're a bed you know what I mean um so when you know mothers who haven't gone to college yet may not have gotten secure education may not have been able to get these things that are very you know secure to get kind of like a good job and a good house and things like that i'm kind of like i kind of i'm thinking you know if you want to abort the baby then that's your choice and i can see it from that perspective um I believe that some people who sometimes just have unprotected sex and just don't 
and they're just careless in that sense i feel like a um that's stupid like that is absolutely stupid you should do that but then b um you know i'm also about the person being kind of like being free and not like their bodies not being really much of a political pr- playground um one thing that really bothers me about america is that it's really um it's so like it's just white men deciding what women should do about their bodies and i don't really rate it because it's like why is a white a white man telling me what i should do with my body when he's never had a single experience being a woman if it came from women saying this is what should happen then i would be a less skeptic towards it because i'd be like you know what you've experienced it but the fact that it's coming from men who have had a single moment in a woman's body does not sit right with me doesn't sit right yeah no i get that 100 percent um i'm trying to think of how to formulate that um yeah a lot of them are white men and and it's it's just not i don't know i can see how it would feel wrong is like well they don't know it's not their it's not it's my body they don't know what it's like to be a woman they don't know at the same time they were born and us women we won't we we're already born we we won't get aborted so it's and we're also this is what i believe and um whatnot that that we're taking away the lives of other women who could be like our future who could be the future leaders in government who can represent us and and things so i'm not fighting for my own rights i'm fighting for the rights of somebody who 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 i'm imagining would want that chance of life i'm not going to speak for a bunch of unborn babies when i say that but i know that in my situation that i am really grateful that i was able to choose life or that i was given the chance of life I didn't choose life. Um, it was my parents chose life, um, and it's just a really, it's just a really, it's a hard thing because I know that I don't believe women are incubators. I don't believe that at all, which I've been accused of many times. Like, oh, you just, you just, you just love the baby. You just are pro, are pro pregnancy. That's why I've heard. Um, but it's like, no, I believe I'm a big supporter of fixing the foster care system and helping it change more to where it can be better because I have cousins who have been in the foster care system. Um, hey guys, so this is really, really inconvenient. I'm really, really sorry. Um, I don't usually do interventions like this, but my mum did come into my room this time and she was asking me to take out the bins. So her point did get interrupted midway. But it wasn't my mum's fault. I should have taken it out earlier. So, um, yeah, I've edited it now to when I come back and I'm like rebuttaling her point because I'm about to, you know, talk about pro-choice and all that. So sorry for interrupting your little um listening moment. If anybody gets this far. But yeah, so this is the part when I start talking about why that isn't what I agree with and just you know having a conversation thinking about this Mm -hmm. um what's really interesting is that you said 
um you were saying uh, chose like my parents chose life and I feel like that's really interesting because they chose it do you know what I mean it was their mm-hmm. choice yeah it was their choice exactly like I feel like that's one thing that they're fighting for they mm-hmm. chose to do that um but if they were just forced to do that right of course the same outcome would still come like through like you would still be here but then I feel like the fact that they chose it kind of makes it a bit more like they had the liberty do you know what I mean yeah they had the liberty in choosing life mm. and it ended up okay like my mom is fine I'm fine we're we're safe um so a lot of times people form their opinions on um, what's it called? They form them on hypothetical situations when they don't know what will happen. And then, like, sometimes you might not, you just don't know what would have happened in this situation. And so you just make a guess. And a lot of times you go for the worst possible scenario. I'm trying to think what else. But yeah, my, yeah, my, I said a pro pregnancy. Um, the reason I'm not pro choice um, and pro abortion. Is because I want other people to have the same chances that I did. And life is hard, but it's been rewarding. And the things that I've been through, it's, I don't feel um, oppressed from it. Um, and I've gone through some pretty crappy stuff with mental health wise um, and all this stuff. But when people say that you, it's just better to abort the baby because they'll have a hard life anyway. It's just, it feels like it's limiting and that it just, yeah, it just seems like it's very limiting. Um, it's a limited mindset. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, for... Okay, just taking this back to freedom of speech again because um, mm-hmm. we've like digressed, but... Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we did. <laughs> Taking it back to freedom of speech, do you think the right have less freedom of speech than the left? Um, in some instances, I would say yes, and some I would say no. It just depends on where you where, where you look at it. Um, obviously, there are more examples I can think of of people who are or on my side of the political spectrum who have gotten banned from social media or whatnot and I just don't see a lot from the left so I would say that but I don't want to be like oh yeah we're oppressed because that's a victim mentality and I would rather be um what's it called I would rather be happy and I would rather not have that victim mentality because the victim mentality often keeps you trapped and it's just not good that's what from what i've noticed on things that i've gone through and what i've heard from different people um but yeah um for me i think if the right were not were oppressed or not mm-hmm. oppressed but were silenced i don't think mm-hmm. we would have, be having this conversation right now do you know what i mean i don't yeah think, um because how would i how would i have found you do you know what i mean sure um i feel like i don't know there's some sort of irony when i see the right talking about the right being oppressed right accounts because i'm thinking if you were um silenced then this 
you saying this message would not even be happening right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah no i get that yeah and plus um some of the because i know like media and like the news on in the u.s are more biased mm-hmm. like cnn is more left um fox news is more right I'm yeah so what i'm seeing is that like you have i feel like the right do have quite a lot of outlets to say mm-hmm. it and not fear getting banned you know i feel like sometimes right. when the right say that it's a bit it's a bit like um i don't know like i think of mm-hmm. i'm just thinking there's been people who have been literally killed for saying their opinion there's been mm-hmm. people who are being arrested and put in jail for fighting for you know human rights like their own rights mm-hmm. and even saying you know i believe that gay people should um have human rights i believe that black mm-hmm. people should have rights and they're getting right? killed or something like that and then there's a person on the right who's saying oh freedom of speech i need my freedom mm-hmm. of speech and i'm thinking your freedom of speech is right there like what mm-hmm. you're saying right there is freedom of speech so right I- it's very double-edged thank you guys for listening like seriously if you want to give me any feedback any criticism or you just literally want to talk please follow my instagram let's talk abt.it um i'll put it in my description so you can obviously see it and you can see the whole details of the episode and yeah i just hope you all have a great day and i hope you drink some more and you know take care of yourself so thank you all so much for listening um i'm really really happy with how this turned out so thanks guys and i hope you have a really good day bye